And now, a Blaze Media podcast. Happy Valentine's Day. Those of you listening live, Friday, February 14th, 2020. If you're watching and listening live, you can tell we're surrounded by roses and the smell of fresh flowers are permeating the nostrils. Unfortunately, I'm all alone, as you can see by the cameras, so just waiting for someone to come in and say, hey, chewing the fat. Happy Valentine's Day to you, too. This past week, we've had a number of things happen that have been space-related. I mean, it started with, well, last weekend. Uh, We could have been killed. We could have all been killed. Uh, NASA confirmed that there was an asteroid present in our solar system at the end of January, and... uh, it was supposed to, uh, well, just come close. I mean, it, sure, it could have hit Earth, and we weren't positive that it wasn't going to, but the odds were for it not hitting the Earth. And since we're listening to Chewing the Fat right now, uh, we know that it didn't. So, whew, I mean, good news, good news. And then we got the news of the deep space signal coming in every i don't know radio burst coming in every 16 days we don't know what that is but every 16 days we get a new radio burst and then we got the news that someone had turned 50,000 hours 50,000 hours of ufo podcasts into a searchable database and they are now calling, this person is being described as a ufologist. But wouldn't it be, a, I, it, shouldn't, it should be a ufologist, ufologist. But it's ufologist. But it could be a ufologist. Anyway, agonizing, agonizing. And then we get the news that we have the most devastating plague of locusts in recent history. Right? (laughs) Right? It's going on right now. And there's two parts to the story that concern me. One part is that uh, when you first see the headline, 
Most devastating plague of locusts in recent history could come within weeks. And you think, oh no, where is this happening? I mean, should we warn Arizona? Should we warn New Mexico? Should we warn Nebraska? Oh, it's only in Somalia and East Africa. Ah, never mind. Ah, who cares? But I do care, right? And they certainly do. And the pictures are incredible. <laughs> it's incredible. So be ready for some tremendous pictures coming out of Somalia and East Africa with the uh, locust outbreak. I mean, swarms, swarms worse in some places than they've seen in 70 years sure it happens every year sure it happens every year but not this bad okay not this bad so i mean i realize it's uh i realize it's valentine's day and i realize we should be talking about you know love we should be thinking about going out to dinner spreading a little bit of married love but could be the end of the world and i didn't even i mean in that story you know with the impending doom on the planet i didn't even bring up covid19 i mean it's holy cow the earth is spinning out of control and you want to know why if you listen to some of the and i put in quotation marks and those of you watching live can see me do it quotation marks experts will tell you uh it's climate change so i mean we're in big trouble big big trouble which is why now is the time if you're listening to this podcast and you're not a subscriber you should subscribe now you can go to the blaze.com slash podcast or you can just simply go to the platform of your choice now the blaze.com slash podcast when you click on you go to that link and then you click on chewing the fat. It brings up a plethora of platforms you can click on and subscribe on. One of them is SoundCloud. Don't do that. Don't click on that. Don't do it. In fact, we've got to make it so uh, if you say go to the blaze.com slash podcast and you click on SoundCloud. So, I mean, I don't know that we wanted a real gun to come out of your computer screen. <laughs> <laughs> but I do think we need to have the at least the sound effect. So you click on SoundCloud, and that will make you realize, oh, I probably didn't need to do that. Why are they shooting at me? So click on any of the other links, iTunes, iHeartRadio. In fact, let's go, wait a minute. You know what we're going to do right now? Instead of telling you that you can go to iTunes, of course, and you can go to iHeartRadio, and you can go to spotify and you can go to google podcast whatever you know you can go to radio.com you can go to whatever platform warms the little cockles of your heart let's go to the blaze.com slash podcast and scroll all the way down you know i noticed that chewing the fat never makes it up to the featured podcast but that's another story in itself i'll just let that one slide for just a moment and then uh, we'll go to uh chew, we click on chewing the fat with jeff fisher and the latest episodes and then it says subscribe and it goes to apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, spotify iheart soundcloud stitcher so i would say that if you clicked on soundcloud you click on soundcloud and 
that would make you rethink, ooh, maybe I don't need to do that. So uh, you could just go to iTunes yourself or Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, whatever one you want. Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher and subscribe. It's real easy. It's real, real easy. Now, I would say another thing is that, uh, you know, you don't have to listen, but that's just me. Uh, another day without uh, without Chris Cruz, so he does not going to call you a loser. He's not going to call you uh, bad names. I will just say that uh, you know you need to just subscribe to Chewing the Fat, all right, and uh, be happy with it. And then you'll get a little alert every day when the new show drops. Hello, it drops about uh, three p.m. Central, I think, four p.m. Eastern. Yeah, you. If you don't hear that sound, something's wrong with your computer. Get it fixed. If you subscribe to Chewing the Fat on of the platform of your choice, not SoundCloud. And the, the time comes and chewing the fat uploads and you don't hear something's wrong with your computer. Get it fixed. So subscribe to uh, chewing the fat. So let's talk about a little bit of love, shall we? Um, I, I saw a story that makes you believe that you know that's really kind of true so a middle school teacher uh had sex with her 15 year old student and we all know that that's just a horrible horrific thing that we know what we don't want and uh don't talk to me about it it's incredibly wrong right so uh the 34 year old teacher in louisiana had uh, sex with her 15-year-old student, it says here, eight or nine times. And uh, she's being held in uh, the Baton Rouge Parish Prison, $225,000 bond. She's facing several charges, including indecent behavior with a juvenile, felony carnal knowledge of a juvenile, and oral sexual battery. She uh, brought the boy over to her house, according to this, and her child was in the house incredible she's also accused of giving the boy a vape oh my gosh well actually it is bad because the vape contained thc oh my gosh just horrific now in this story it also talks about uh interviewing the boy and the boy when detectives originally spoke to him he denied the relationship and of course that's what you know that's what you're going to do as a 15 year old your first answer is are you having sex with your teacher well no no of course not no but then as the detectives continued to question him he was like well yeah it's every kid's dream to do a teacher want to come over to my house and do a little THC vaping do a little bit of homework oh yeah uh, you can't be doing that 
Uh, no. And she's, uh, you know, I, I want to say this just as a side, just a passing side note. All right. Passing side note. I will say that the teachers who do this, the female teachers who do this and have relations with their students, the ones who don't look that good, the ones who maybe look less than good, uh, get in a lot of trouble. The ones who tend to look on the, hey, she looks pretty hot scale, tend to do a lot better. So I'm guessing that uh, Miss Silva, the 34-year-old science teacher, uh, who is on the, hey, she's kind of hot scale, um, will do okay. They'll slap her hand and say, ooh, bad. And he probably doesn't want to press any charges, but I'm sure that his parents do, and it's a horrific crime, and it shouldn't happen. So, there's that. Then we have a Florida first-grade teacher, as long as we're making the rounds in schools. Uh, surprisingly, the last story was from uh, Louisiana and not Florida, although I do remember the Florida, the first, the first big case of a teacher sleeping with a student was out of Florida, was out of Tampa Bay. Uh, it, I don't know if you know this or not, but I, I lived in Tampa Bay for uh, a number of years. And uh, she was definitely on the, uh, on the uh, hey, she's kind of hot scale. Deborah Lefebvre uh, was her name. Uh, she, uh, you know, kind of got off with a, well, she was convicted, but was more of a, you know, probation and hand slap kind of thing. And at the time, I could remember when she was on probation, we actually considered uh, giving her a job on the air. <laughs> she would be a great morning show co-host. But, hey, I digress because that would just be wrong. Anyway, back to Florida again. Uh, the first grade teacher in today's world. Uh, Florida first grade teacher. When you think to yourself, um, hey, I want drugs. Do you think, hey, I want to go out on the street corner, or do you go by a school? You go by a school and think, hey, maybe the kids in the school have some dope for me. If you're a teacher, you're already there. So this first grade teacher uh, decided that uh, she uh, talked with uh, what is now an undercover police officer. You know, I was wondering if you uh, could give me some meth. <laughs> This is a helpful hint for me to you, okay? This is a helpful hint, you know. Uh, even if you're talking to another adult at an elementary school, or middle school, maybe you don't try to do a drug deal. It's just you know, it's just it's just a thought. I'm just thinking out loud. It's just a thought. Maybe you. Maybe you don't try to do a drug deal. Maybe as you're waiting in the hall for the kids to show up to class and, hey, there's the, hey, there's Bill. Well, Bill shows up here from time to time. He's like the hall monitor. Hey, Bill, how you doing? Yay, little Billy and Susie, go on, get in there, get to your desk. Everything will be all right. Can you get me an eight ball? Can you give me an eight ball? I need to, man, I'm dying. Oh, hey. Joey, yeah, 
I saw. I saw you got a cut. Oh, poor little thing. You okay? You got a good band-aid on it? Okay. I might send it to you to the nurse. Hey, Bill. Can you give me some math? I just need an eight ball. I just need to fire some up. I'm not going to... I just was wishing I had some this morning to come in here. I cannot deal with these little brats anymore without hitting on my pipe. Oh, hey, hey, hey. Little Laverne, you cute little thing. Go on, get in there. Get to your desk. <laughs> yeah, I'll be in there in a second, and we'll work on your A, B, freaking Cs. Bill, just give me an eight ball. That's all I want. Just a, I just got to fire up a little bit. Uh, a little bit on break just to get me through the day. Maybe you don't do that. May, you know, it's just, you're welcome. You're welcome for the helpful hint. Uh, sure, sure, doing drugs is bad for you. Sure, you shouldn't be doing it at all. But if you're going to do it, don't buy it at the elementary school. As we delve into Fat Pile Friday, and, uh, you know, I want to stick close as we do as we start, uh, you know, going through fat, the fat pile, close to, uh, you know, Valentine's Day love stories, I see the, uh, the headline, Why Women Are Going Brawless at Work. And I would say, I'm a fan. I'm a fan. I think that's a good idea. And we're, I guess we're considering it the next level of business casual. Uh, women are ditching their bras in the workplace. So, uh, According to uh, Dana Cathan, a new cast member on the Bravo show Vanderpump Rules. And boy, I, you can't, I wouldn't miss a, you, Vanderpump Rules. I will catch it now, though, however. Uh, if my male co-workers don't have to wear a bra, then neither do I. Ha! Right! I remember coming home from my corporate job, and the second I got home, I would unclass my bra, like putting a key in the jail cell block. Now, I wear a 34B. Now, I don't think bras are evil. And she went ahead and clarified it on her Instagram post. But I haven't worn an undergarment now since I was 26. Okay. So for three years now, she's... uh. She's letting the puppies breathe, which is a old, old radio bit. <laughs> which I hadn't thought of in a long time. Bravo, Jeff Fisher. Bravo. No, it's not a Bravo show. It was a radio show called... Uh, Still, Bravo. Let, let the puppies breathe. <laughs> now... There's a new show, which I didn't know about this show either. What am I doing? This is, uh, it's called Sir, S-U-R. Wow. Uh, and it's a show, a reality show, which follows servers and staff at the Los Angeles restaurant, Sir. And uh, she, this lady, described the bra as a breast prisons. And... Uh, she is not uh she is not a fan she is not a friend of, of of bras and we get one quote in here um uh, a resident uh, olivia grizzle 25 year old graphic designer who almost never bothers with the underwire 
Her bra burning epiphany took place freshman year of college when she went to a party without her usual 34B Victoria's Secret push-up. Everyone kept saying, how much better I looked without the bra. Like, your boobs look great. (laughs) (laughs) And I thought, okay, enough with this nasty underwire bra everyone thinks i look great without it i mean you're at a college party and did you see grizzle she's not wearing a bra she looks hot i gotta tell her that wait oh hey she's coming over here all right let's let's see what she has to say hey olivia how you doing okay just thought I'd come to the party, see what's going on. Hey, you're not wearing a bra. You look great. Now, in today's world, as we've come to the Me Too movement, are we able to do that? I don't think so. I think in today's world, Olivia slaps you in the face. I think she says, shut out. I don't think you can mention it. She's happy about it a few years ago, but... Me Too, post-Me Too movement, no way. No way are you saying, you know, if I'm walking around Mercury Studios here, which, I mean, I'm not opposed to having, uh, you know, say, Brawless Friday. In fact, I should send out, a, I wonder if I could get an email to okay, okay, but, media but, all. But if, if, the, if it's going to be Brawless Friday, it's got to be something for you. What are you going to give up to level the playing field? Besides your bra. Well, I mean, I already give up my bra. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You got to. I go braless already every day. Yeah, try to. Yeah, think of something. Already giving. Well, I think you need to give more, Jeff Fisher. I give and I give and I give. I don't know how much more I can give. I don't know. I don't have to think about that, what I'm going to give up. But. Okay, so we don't. Let's just. We just don't have a day. We don't. Well, I'll, I'll tell you what. We'll break. We'll go back. We just won't have a special brawless Friday day. We'll just have say, hey, you know, how much trouble are you going to get in if you go to a female coworker and say, you know, I see you're wearing a bra. You look great, but I think you'd look a lot better without one. I mean, you're in trouble. Unless, unless, unless you work with Olivia Grizzle. And when she's walking around braless and you say, hey, Olivia, you look great without a bra on. I mean, she's in love with you. So perhaps other women will be too. Let's go to the break room. I need a drink of Coca-Cola Zero Sugar desperately. Oh, I know, so good. And I'm hooked again. I know I've talked about it before, but I really, man, an iced cold Coca-Cola Zero Sugar is one of the best things, one of. There's plenty of others, but one of the best things on the planet. 
I'm not sure what to make of this story, so I'll just tell it to you, and I'll just we'll just kind of work through it together. But Jeremy Roenick, who I'm you know barely aware of at NBC, uh, is now out. You mean you mean only one of the greatest centermen of the 1990s, that Jeremy yeah, Roenick? Yeah, yeah, but I'm talking about as an analyst. Yes, uh, as an analyst. Oh, Hatcher took a run at Roenick. The stars and the sharks are at it. That's just gonna be one hell of a brawl at American Airlines Center. Okay, he's out at NBC. Have a nice day. Now he was suspended indefinitely before they, you know, kicked him to the curb, and he was suspended because apparently on the Spittin' Chicklets podcast on Barstool Sports. Spittin' Chicklets is very popular. I, I'm almost as popular as Chewing the Fat. Okay, almost, though. Almost, yeah. Because, I mean, I, I would venture to say that had he said what he said on Chewing the Fat, he'd been okay. I don't know that, though. You don't know. But um, he's not happy. And it was, uh, he was on the... Uh, on the uh, Spit and Chicklets podcast, and he recounted a trip that he took to Portugal during this past summer with his wife and a co-worker, Catherine Tappan. Is she a former forward for... <laughs> no, no, Catherine is uh, just the uh, one that says, sitting alongside me are Kevin Weeks okay. and Jeremy Roenick, or right. Patrick Sharp and... <laughs> oh, shoot, shoot. Okay, so... And this is the way the story is written. This is not me. This is when the story took a tasteless turn. I mean, he's just telling you the story about when they were in Portugal. I don't know about tasteless. But he says, I was the king of Portugal. When you walk into every place and you have two blonde bombshells on each side, your chest pops out a lot more. Okay. A fact. I don't know why that's tasteless. Then he recalled when a woman approached him to ask if his wife and Tappan were both with him, to which he replied, yes, they are. And then Catherine says, shut up. And he's, she starts yelling at me. And I shut up. And I play it off like, you know, we're going to bed together every night, the three of us. Uh, and now it really, but now he said, if it really came to fruition, it would be really good, but it's never going to happen later in the podcast. This conversation turned toward Patrick Sharp, a fellow hockey analyst and former star moved over to whether Ronick, who was teammates with Sharp during their time on the flyers would sleep with Sharp. He is so beautiful. I'd have to think about it if he asked me. Patrick Sharp is a very beautiful man. I can vouch for that. And one host said, oh, God, yeah. And Roenick said, I wouldn't say no right away. I mean, that's a conversation we would have on this podcast. That's a conversation we would have. It's just, it's not real. So he did go on in the podcast to say positive things about Sharp and Tappan, complimenting their professionalism, stating how much he enjoys working with them. And NBC, oh, no, you're suspended for five days. Have a nice day. And then, uh, so then Tappan releases a statement. This kind of pisses me off. She releases a statement. Instead of saying, 
hey, it was a podcast. You can tell he was just joking around. I was on the trip with him. Nothing bad happened. He was joking around about that. I was there with him and his wife. She says, while Jeremy and I continue to be good friends, what he said was unacceptable, especially among workplace colleagues. I do not contone his comments. I want to tell her to shut up. That's agonizing. He's your, unless unless they hate each other, Christian. Do you know if they hate each other? I mean, is that inside is that inside info that I don't have? Uh, not that I'm aware of. That's uh... yeah. They're coworkers. They're on shows together, right? They throw it back and forth to each other. Interviews, yes. Yeah, I'm from. I have not heard. I haven't heard anything coming out of the uh, NHL on NBC community that isn't positive. Yeah. Okay. So her not sticking up for him and by her we continue to be good friends i bet not i bet that's not true uh what he said was unacceptable shut up if you were his friend you would have said that there was nothing wrong with that and he was joking around on the chicklets podcast and it was just a story about the vacation in portugal of which you were there with him and his wife and nothing happened okay i don't know I just I can't, I can't take it. I feel like there's more to the story. Yeah, there is more to the story. It is the coolest game on earth. I mean, I don't want to get into hockey too much. I'm not. You know, we don't need to get into hockey talk. I, I will no, no, say, no, 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 no. no you we're not absolutely want to get into hockey talk. Hockey podcasting is big. I love it. Come on, we can be spitting chiclets and chewing the fat. Well, actually, if we spit our chiclets, I guess we can't chew the fat. Oh, did I just... Oh, oh, that that's calls for one of these. As you were, Jeff Fisher. The point is, is that I do enjoy going to a game here or there, and uh, it's exciting, but it's not the best game ever. So, a British man who uh, was molested on a plane... Well, he claims he was molested on a plane by a drunk mom who abandoned her seven-year-old daughter. So she's on a plane. She's drunk. And she wants to have sex with this guy. <laughs> she didn't abandon her daughter. She just left her there sitting in the plane. <laughs> I love how they make it sound so bad. I mean, you're on a plane. Uh, she didn't abandon her daughter. She just left her. Anyway, it's, I digress. So apparently she tried to have sex with him, and he's mad that she avoided jail, insisting that it's only because she's a woman. I mean, I tend to kind of agree with that. Now, he claims, Gary, the single dad, he was flying with his 10-year-old son to Turkey for a birthday treat. Who doesn't go to Turkey for a birthday treat? I mean, hey, it's your 10th birthday. What do you want to do? I want to go to Turkey. Oh, okay, let's go. Uh, according to Gary, uh, he was groped by Louise, who had left her daughter alone to hit on the dad. <laughs> he pushed her away, and she told him, hey, I'll give you a B dash 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 B dash dash with his traumatized son looking on as 
she tried to take off her pants and underwear. How come this never happens when I'm on a plane? I want to know why this never happens when I'm on a plane. So he claims you can't put embarrassment into words. And he waved it. What's good about him is that he now to tell the story and he's so upset that he waived his right to anonymity as a sex crime victim. All right. All right. Uh, He claims that if it was a fella doing that, okay, thanks, Gary. You fella, you gals and fellas, you fellas and chicks, uh, that uh, they wouldn't be spared jail time. So he claims that, are you telling me if I was on a plane and I started removing my outer clothing and tried to have sex with someone, I would be spared jail? No way. He's probably right. He's probably right there. He said that the attack, and I, this is him talking, not me. He said the attack ruined the trip with his son, Connor. Kept asking about it during his birthday, which was two days after the attack. So for the, I mean, you're on a plane going to Turkey, and, you know, what fun is that? I'm sure the 10-year-old is like, can I just stay home and play with my friends and have them over for cake and ice cream and, you know, kick the soccer ball around a little bit. No, son, we're going to go to Turkey and look at some of the cultural iconic places there in Turkey. All right, Dad, that sounds great. Dad, are you turning down sex with this hot chick? I don't know what she looks like, so I'm not sure she's hot or not. So for two days, he's like, Dad, why didn't you just let her be dash dash? Be dash dash. (laughs) And so he's ruined, and they just ruined the entire vacation. So now she was sentenced to six months in jail, suspended for a year, meaning she stays out of custody if she keeps free of trouble and meets curfew and rehab conditions. And uh, he's still mad, insisting that uh even without assaulting him see she didn't actually assault him he even admits that that uh he's being in jail uh she was endangering the safety of other passengers eh. and the cabin crew eh. and she was drunk on board a plane which is a criminal offense in itself if it's a criminal offense why do they feed you alcohol then oh you just can't be obnoxious and you can't rip your clothes off and have sex. Uh, oh, there's a, there's her picture. Ooh, she was just drunk. Remember the other lady? Maybe this is the same lady. We did a story. I bet you this is the same lady. Remember she she had because she was so drunk she just said she no because the other one was younger. So this one is thirty eight looking fifty, and uh, so she was just drunk and saying you're a good looking man. And uh, come here, Gary. Let's take care of business here on the plane. (laughs) Why don't you send your 10-year-old over to my 7-year-old daughter so they can hang out and talk. and You and I'll hang out. I'll give you a B dash dash. B dash dash. (laughs) Something seemed off with that spelling, but I... I think I'm a little too scared to speak up about it. I'll give you a B, dash, dash. (laughs) It is two, just two dashes, right? 
Yeah, I'll give you a B, dash, dash, B, dash. <laughs> I'm going to be sick. So even that's you feel the same way that Gary does. Myself, I'm sending the kid over to play with her daughter. And uh, no, I'm not. Quit looking at me like that. There's no way. Of course, I'm going to turn down a B dash dash B dash on an airplane. So I looked at the story, and I haven't seen every one yet, so we'll see how good they are. But there's 11 ways to ask a girl out. Now, look, this is just a story. You can ask another guy out. You can ask another girl out. You can ask another them out, another they out, another it out. You can ask whoever you want out. But this story is directed at 11 ways to ask a girl out. And, you know, maybe you need the help. Maybe you need the help. So, number one, uh, starting out, is the birthday approach. This is a good one if you've been putting off asking her out for a while because you're too intimidated by the idea. Asking her out on her birthday gives you a deadline. And it's a great opportunity to include a little gift with your offer. Lots of people tend to be in a good mood on their special day and If you make hers even more special by bringing her a little something along with your proposition, you'll probably increase your chances of getting a date. Uh, I don't know about that one. Hey, here's a little gift. Want to go out on a date? Good luck. Uh, Number two is poetry. You can write, oh, man, do I, this works. This works. According to this story, we all know that girls love things that are romantic, And what's more romantic than writing her an original poem to ask her out? (laughs) Roses are red, violets are blue. I want to go out with you. That doesn't doesn't sound like it's going to be good. So write her a little poetry and good luck. Maybe she'll go out with you. And I would skip, you know, I would, you could write her a little something better than Roses are red, violets are blue. I want to go out with you. But good luck. You can sing her a song. There's a good idea. Oh, just bring her a little song. I said, I was going to write you some poetry, but instead, I thought I'd like to sing you a little song. That's always a good idea. Embarrass her uh, in front of people. If uh, Hey, let me sing you a little song. Number four, bring her flowers. Oh, yeah, that's always. And it's Valentine's Day. So, you know, you give her, you ask her out on Valentine's Day. I mean, she probably, if she doesn't have a date, it's probably today's the best day to give it a shot. Uh, it's Valentine's Day. She's feeling lonely. She's feeling depressed. Just say, hey, I, let's be depressed together. Let's go out together. Celebrate Valentine's Day. Okay. According to this, you could use an email to ask her out. I don't think that's going to be. I, I, I don't know about that. Hey, just thinking of you. Hashtag want a date. No, don't send her an email. You got to ask him in person. Real mail. Send him. No, don't send him mail. You don't send him a car. Hey, 
This is the post postman drops off a card. Hey, I was just thinking of you. I know I see you every day, but I really get nervous and I can't think of what to say when I see you across the hall. So just thought I'd drop you a letter and say I really want to really like to go out. So if you could send me a, another letter back and reply to this, maybe in another month after the post office delivers this mail, we'll be able to go out on a date. Now, don't be... You gotta ask. You gotta ask. That's the whole. You gotta ask him in person. Uh, number seven. Put up a website. What are you a stalker? Put up a website. Numerous sites on the internet make it simple to put a site together easily with a drag and drop style interface. Let you do it for free just because it's easy. I mean, create Personalize it for her. Try including some pictures or artwork that shows your favorite. This is all stalking. You're putting up a, a website for her. Hey, I built a website just for you. Because you are so incredibly hot. In fact, that's the website. You are incredibly hot.com. I wouldn't click on that right now if I were you. I can't get to it because of our blocking here at the Mercury Studios, but at home you might be able to get to you are incredibly hot.com. Want to go out on a date with me? I've included all my stalking pictures of you walking your dog and doing errands around the city and coming to and from work every day but the website is just for you you're incredibly hot.com want to go out on a date number eight make a puzzle if you're reasonably good at making stuff you might try getting some really stiff cardboard writing your question on it then cutting it up in pieces and so it looks like a puzzle you could leave it somewhere for her to find or even mail it to her boy they love mailing stuff in this little story spending your time putting something like to get might her might strike her as romantic cord actually you know what i kind of like that idea that could be the gift you give him a little gift and the gift is a and we're not talking about a eighteen thousand piece puzzle you know one of the like the kid puzzle you know the the kindergarten puzzle six you know six to ten pieces that says uh hey why don't you go to you're really hot.com <laughs> that's what i'll ask you out on a date there so she puts that puzzle together <laughs> it won't feel like stalking if you just put that puzzle together and i can't even do it anymore it's just stupid if you want to ask somebody out on a date just go up to them and ask them out on a date it's not that hard i will say though that when they come up to you and they have dollar bills coming out of their (laughs) out of their underwear they're not going to go out on a date with you no matter how much you ask them it's a helpful hint from me (laughs) and don't look at me like that i didn't say i know i've I've seen that done. I've heard about it being done. I would never, never do anything like that. Wow. A friendly reminder to subscribe to Chewing the Fat with yours truly, Jeff Fisher. Just go to the platform of your choice. That's SoundCloud. And subscribe to Chewing the Fat. Just click the little subscribe button and you're good to go. And you will be so happy you did. In fact... What you should do as a special Valentine's Day present is just walk up to whoever you wanted to ask out on a date and say, hey, how you doing? Is that your phone? Let me hold that thing for a second. 
And you click on Chewing the Fat and you say, I just subscribed you to Chewing the Fat. You're welcome. Want to go out on a date? There's no way she says no. (laughs) Happy V-Day. Download and subscribe to more content at theblaze.com slash podcasts. You know another thing you could do? Buy an island and give it to the chick or the guy of your dreams. So apparently there's an island in New Jersey. Who knew? It's a newly listed private island for only $200,000. That's it. Now it's known locally as No Man's Island, but you could buy it and you know maybe you put it under the name of uh what was our website again you're hot.com yeah you're you're you are hot.com <laughs> you know give it to her and say hey i bought you this island i've named it you are hot.com and uh, it's 19 acres and it could be anything you want it to be. It's actually, they tease being in a reality television show, but it actually might be good to go there and film some stuff. Be kind of fun to do whatever you wanted to do on the island. You know the island. You're hot.com island. Oh, yeah. So the guy that owns it says, I really haven't done anything with the island. Uh, I just enjoy it. I bought it back a couple of years ago. I traveled to the island during the summer. And I just like watching people pass by on their boats while I sit on my island and watch. Boy, that sounds like a fun guy. Uh, Remember that it is technically in Wildwood, New Jersey. So, you know, that's, uh, you know, music capital or doo-wop capital. They're trying to make you sell on that. I would say maybe a check-in with Mercury Real Estate, uh, realestateagentsitrust.com, just to uh, make sure you get a good deal. Uh, and talk with the uh, brokerage firm Private Islands Inc. Uh, there's a problem with the island, though. Oh no! Of course, of course, of course, there is. It is uh, just three feet above sea level, and according to this, in some areas, lower than three feet. So. <laughs> If you wanted to build something, you're going to need to get special permits. Of course, you're going to need to get special permits to raise the island to a more habitable height. So you're going to have to barge in dirt. You're not bringing in dump trucks. It's not like there's a bridge to yourhot.com island. You're going to have to barge in dirt. And raise the land. I say, you know what do you do? Maybe you just bring an old used trailer on your little private barge and you, you fl- just set her down. What are they going to do? Kick you off your island? No. They're going to say, whatever. Oh, this is you. You are hot.com island. Oh, never mind. Go ahead. Leave the old Airstream right where it is. You're fine. You can stay on there. If it sinks, it sinks. We don't care about you. We're not coming back, okay? We just saw someone with a Airstream trailer on the island. Yeah, that's the guy who owns it. Uh, he's there with his with his new girlfriend. 
they named the island youarehot.com. So, I mean, we're just going to leave them alone and be happy with that, okay? I know this is America, and I'm all for capitalism. I'm 100% for capitalism, and if you've got something for sale, bless your heart. I hope you can get it sold. Uh, sell it. If you can if you can sell it, you can sell it. But all right, I know it's Friday, it's Valentine's Day and we're in a good mood and you just got done buying an island for your for your girl that you want to go out with and it only cost you a couple hundred grand and or you built a puzzle and you're going to give her a little present and everything. But I have to leave you with this and uh, you know, I I'm not going to apologize but I will say, you know, it's just the way it is. I, I and I do I just found out earlier this week that my aunt, who was 90, passed away. And I hadn't talked to her in a while. And I feel just horrible for having not talked to her in a while. So, my Aunt Marilyn, I love you. We all love you. I, I know you're, you know, we had, we had so many good times playing, you know, stupid card games with my mom and her husband and my stepdad and my uncle and just the whole family we'd sit around and play stupid cards at my folks house for hours and and uh if you have someone in your life uh, you know anyone i don't care who it is and you haven't spoken to them in a while speak to them it's important give them a call call them go over to their house uh on your drive home tonight call somebody that you haven't talked to in a while this weekend when you're just getting ready to plop down with your feet up and watch a little whatever it is you watch certainly not hockey uh, maybe some XFL and uh, whatever it is you're going to plop down and take care of take a couple of minutes and talk to someone you haven't talked to in a while because you don't want to I just feel bad that I hadn't talked to her in a while and you know for my cousins and my other relatives that are going to be at the funeral. I love you. And Aunt Marilyn. Have fun playing cards with everybody up there because they missed you too. 